0: I feel the presence of God. Um, I just want to take this time to to thank you guys for logging on. I know that there's some new faces. um, So I want to welcome you guys to, to, um, you know, usually we meet in person. But this time, um, because of everything that's happening in the world right now, um, we're having this virtual House of Peace every week. So I pray that this message is going to be a blessing to your lives. Amen. I believe that God will speak to you guys. That God will descend, and, and that is my heart for you guys today, amen. 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 So, so, with that being said, um, the, 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 the message for tonight is on the will of God, okay? God's will, the best for my life, okay? So, if you can just hear me out for the next um, 15 to 20 minutes. Um, I just want to speak on, on the will of God, um, how, how the will of God is the best for our lives. Okay, if, if you have a phone and you want to take notes, feel free to take notes. Um, I want to start off by, by going to the Bible, the scripture, the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. Okay, the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. Um, I just want to share something about the will of God um, before I get into what I want to share with you guys. Okay, so if you have a Bible, if you have something to go to it, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. I'm going to read it out loud really quick. It says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Okay, this Bible verse, we've heard it many times. Maybe some of you that you you've been in Christianity for many years. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay, Um, so I want to start out this message by saying that life is all about decisions. Okay, Um, life is all about decisions. We are a result of, of the decisions that we've made. In life the person that you are right now is because of the decisions that you've made in your life we make a choice in life we make a choice to be here tonight you make a choice to work you make a choice to do the right thing you make a choice to do the wrong thing every choice every every decision that we do it will be either based on the will of God or it will be outside of the will of God Okay. Every decision that we make, it will be either based on the will of God or it will be based outside on the will of God. If we make decisions based on the will of God, there will be blessings that are attached to it. When we make decisions outside of the will of God, there there can be consequences, there can be curses. So I want you to know, okay, throughout this whole message, I want you to know that throughout your entire life, the best decisions of your life that you will make are the decisions that you make based on the will of God. Can you hear me? amen? Amen. Amen. Yeah, come on. Amen. Any, any, any decision that you make in life, any decision that you make, it's going to be, when it's based on the will of God, there's blessings that are attached. So I want you guys to understand something. Um, what is the will of God? Okay, um, if you take notes, you can write this down. What is the will of God? Okay, the will of God, it is the mind of God that is made known to man in the now. Okay, I'm going to repeat it again. The will of God, it is the mind of God that is made known to man in the now. The will of God, it reveals what God thinks about us. Okay, okay. Every time that you hear about the will of God, okay, when you talk about knowing God's will for your life, okay, many of you, you're asking yourself, what is the will of God for my life? How do I know the will of God for my life? Well, the will of God is God's mind made known to you. It is his mind, his perspective of you. It is what he thinks about you and I. Um, His will is found in, in in the word of God. Okay, we find his will many times in the Bible. We also find it through prophetic words. We find it through preachings um, that are based on the word of God. That is how we find the will of God. Now, write this down. What does it mean for God's will to be done? Okay, and this is where I will get to the message Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. What does it mean for God's will to be done? Okay, I'm, I'm sure you know, maybe by a, by, by a uh, take of hands, um, if many of you, you know, how many of you can say, um, I'm sure that all of us here, um, we want to do the will of God. Can I hear an amen? You cannot afford to not do the will of God. You, you cannot afford to be outside of the will of God. There's a plan of God for your life. Okay, so Matthew. Chapter 6, verse 10, I don't even have to go to it. It says, it simply says, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. What does it mean for God's will to be done? For God's will to be done, it simply means to obey God for what he wants in our lives. Okay, it means to obey God for what he thinks of our lives. When you do God's will, you are doing what he thinks about you. It means basically when I'm doing the will of God, oh my God, I feel the presence of God. When you're doing the will of God, it means that you are surrendering to what you think may be right for you. It means to surrender what you think may be okay for you so that you can do what God says. It's, your, it's his will for your life when he says it's right for you. There are a lot of times, there are a lot of people right now that they are in the wrong career. There are a lot of people that they are outside of the will of God. But if God were to tell you right now, sacrifice that job, sacrifice that business. I want you to sacrifice what you have. See, that is what happens when you do the will of God. It means for God's will to be done, it means that you are ready to sacrifice whatever it is to do his will. It means to surrender what you think may be good. I think it might be good for me to have this sales job. I think it might be good for me to have this business, but I'm gonna surrender it to do the will of God. In the Bible, you see it all the time. You see the apostles of Jesus. Uh, Peter, he was a fisherman. Matthew, he was a tax collector. Luke, you see all these people that they had their careers all set. But when the will of God came, when the purpose of God came, they understood, they grabbed the revelation. They said, I need to do the will of God. This is the will of God for me. They surrendered their family. They surrendered their job. They surrendered what they had to do because they obeyed what God said was the will of God for them. And I hear an amen. Amen. Now, amen. Come on. Amen. <laughs> Now, now listen to this. Now, we cannot do the will of God if we don't know the will of God, okay? Um, there, there's a lot of times, okay, for the will of God to be done, it must be known to us. And for us to know the will of God, we must wait upon God so that he can reveal to us his will. There are a lot of times that people, they don't want to wait, okay? They're impatient. Uh, people, they get impatient. Um, you know, they, 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 they want to pressure God into revealing the will prematurely. Um, and a lot of times, many people, they feel frustrated. They might say, oh, my God, but I don't know the will of God. I want to know the will of God for my life. But they get so impatient because they want to know. They want God to tell them right now. Um, and, and listen to this. The time that it takes for you to know God's will, it depends on your process. Okay, it depends on your process. It depends on your maturity. Some people, it takes them years. Some people, it takes them months. Okay, some people, it takes them weeks. Okay, but everybody has a process. And you must be patient. And you must wait upon God so that he can reveal to you the will that he has for your life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Come on. God, he knows the right moment, okay? I feel like I'm speaking to many of you right now. Maybe you're young and you're confused. You don't know what it is. You don't know where to go. You don't know where your life is headed to. Maybe you're not happy in your job right now. Maybe you feel frustrated. See, God, he wants to take you into his perfect will. A lot of times we want to be quick to switch into jobs. A lot of times we want to be quick to, to go into a certain career. But God, he knows the right moment to reveal his will. When we are mature, when we are ready to understand it and to obey it. Okay, now write this down. What does God's will do to us? Okay, what does God's will do to you and I? When we do the will of God, what does it do to me? What does it do to you? Okay, number one, the will of God, it changes us. It transforms us okay? The will of God is progressive, okay? It, it can be the will of God for you to be at a certain place right now, but then as you grow, as you're being changed, as you're being transformed, then God's will takes you somewhere else. God's will takes you to a different place, okay? It is progressive. The will of God, it's evolving me. It's taking me into a new season. The will of God is not just a set time. It is progressive, Throughout life, you're choosing the will of God. The will of God, as you're in the center of God's will, he is protecting you, he is guarding you, he is giving you joy, he is giving you help, he is giving you peace. When you are centered in his will, when you continuously do the will of God, he is protecting you, he is evolving you, he is changing you. I am what I am today. Because of the will of God. I remember when, as I was studying this message, I was like, man, you know, I remember when I was 16 years old and I came into the ministry and I've seen how every decision that I've made based on the will of God has taken me to where I am today, has taken me to where I am right now. It is because I've been in the center of the will of God. So when you are in the center of God's will, you will see fruit in your life. You will see spiritual fruit. You will see natural fruit. Okay? And the next one, his will brings peace. It brings joy. It brings prosperity. It brings health. There's not one person that can say, I am in the will of God, and they are poor. There's not one person that they can say, I am in the will of God. And, you know, See, the will of God, it brings protection. It brings peace, it brings joy, it brings a sense of direction, a sense of purpose, a sense of guidance. Can you hear me, man? There's a lot of people right now that they are outside of the will of God. That is why they're frustrated. That's why they're upset. See, the only thing that will be satisfying to your life is doing the will of God. There's a lot of people right here. You're you're unsatisfied. You don't. You know, you're, you're not happy with yourself. It is because you're not doing the will of God. And the next one, God's will is for everyone. Okay? You cannot say, oh, no, the will of God is not for me. The will of God is for my mom. The will of God is for my, you know, my children. The will of God is for this, for that. No, the will of God is for everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how many times you fail. It doesn't matter, you know, the, the, the mistakes that you've made in life. The will of God is for everybody. <clears throat> okay, so how can we bring God's will into our lives? Okay, write this down. How can we bring God's will into our lives? Okay, I just told you right now, God's will, it changes us. It transformed us. When I am doing the will of God, I am being changed. I am being transformed. I was a 16-year-old when I gave my life to Jesus. I didn't know how to be a father. I didn't know how to be a leader. I didn't know how to do any of the things that I know how to do right now. I didn't know how to be a server. I didn't know how to do any of the things that I've done right now in my walk with God. But because I have said yes to doing the will of God, I have seen his hand over my life. I have seen his purpose over my life, how can we bring God's will into our life? Write this down. Number one, how can we bring God's will into our life? Do not be conformed to the world. Number one, do not be conformed to this world. We just read the scripture. Do not be conformed to this world, okay? Why? Conforming will always be a temptation that we will struggle with. I have seen this many times, many people in church, that even they leave the church because they conform to a pattern. They conform to a system in their lives. It will always be a temptation to struggle with. It is the spirit of this age. If we yield to, to this temptation to conform, it will prevent us from doing the will of God. As a matter of fact, you cannot say you're doing the will of God and you're the exact same person you were 10 years ago. <laughs> because the will of God changes you. It transforms you. It evolves you. You are not the same person you were five years ago. You are stronger. You are braver. Your faith is bigger. Your faith is stronger. You have been through hell. You have been through sufferings. The presence of God has been with you. When the will of God, when you are in the center of God's will, You do not conform to the pattern of this world. You see the people around you, they conform. I see many people in my job, in in the place that I am in, That they've been, you know, they've been working in the same position for 15 years, for 20 years. I don't want to be like that. I want to go into the fullness. God has called me to conquer. God has called my finances to go to a new level. If I am in the will of God, that means that I am evolving. That means that I am not conforming. I'm not just going to be in the same job for 30, 40 years, 50 years, and then retire and just conform like it's all good. No, God has called me for more. God thinks of you ask more. I came here to tell you right now, God thinks of you beyond what you could ever imagine about yourself. Whatever you think about yourself right now, God thinks of you, that and even much more. He thinks of you as higher. He thinks of you as greater. He thinks of you as a king. He thinks of you as a queen. He thinks of you as someone of authority, someone of power. Can I hear an amen? or am I preaching to myself? See, amen. God, God amen. sees you better. He sees you stronger. He sees your finances stronger. See, the will of God, is sees you greater okay, so the will of God, it pushes you to see beyond what you see in yourself, okay, I couldn't, when I was 16, I, I couldn't see myself doing what I'm doing right now, okay, if, if 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 you were to put all the things, you know, that God has done in my life, or that God has done in any of the leaders in our church, you know, it's been the will of God, okay, I was scared of even my own shadow, I couldn't, a presentation to like 10 to like 20, 30 people. I couldn't have done that. I would literally shake. I would literally tremble, you know, but the will of God has brought change. The will of God has brought purpose. The will of God has brought direction. The will of God has brought conviction. I am convicted. I know that I need to do the will of God. The will of God is, is calling out to me. I need to do his will. You need to do Word of God, you cannot conform. Can I hear an amen? <laughs> amen. 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 Come on. amen. Number, number two, number two, we must renew our mind. Okay, to not be conformed to the pattern of this world. Number two, we must renew our mind. Write this down renewing of the mind is the key to remaining in God's will. Okay. Because you could be at God's will at one point in your life, and you could be outside of God's will at another point in your life. If you're not renewing your mind, your immaturity will not tell apart the will of God from your flesh. I'm going to repeat it again. Your immaturity will not tell apart the will of God from your flesh. You will not know what is or what isn't from God. We will never know when God is trying to take us somewhere new if we don't renew our mind. You have to renew your mind. You cannot think the same way that you think 10 years ago. You cannot think the same way that you thought 20 years ago. There's many people that, that they stay with the same mindset about church. They stay with the same mindset. They stay just calentando un asiento. They stay just doing the same things that they were doing 5, 10 years ago. And because of that, their mind is now renewed and they're still the same where we're at. There's a saying that it says that we are a result of, you know, the way that we think, as as a man thinks, that's who he is. If you think of yourself low, you will be low for the rest of your life. How many of you want to do great things for God? How many of you want to, you know, I don't know, you want to make the blinds? Yes. How many of you want to resurrect the dead? How Come many of you want your finances to be blessed? And you want a business that will flourish. For you to be able to do that, you need to renew your mind. You can't open up a business with the mindset of a high schooler. You cannot, you cannot renew your mind. You, can, you cannot um, have a strong business or have a flourishing. You have to renew your mind. You have to change the way that you think. A lot of us, we don't change the way that we think. How do you renew your mind? By reading the word of God. What does the word of God say about me? What does God's will say about me? You have to renew your mind. Number three, we must be continuously transformed. Okay? We must be continuously transformed. Write this down. Transformation will give us the passion to do God's will in the next season. When transformation stops, it is because we are slipping away from the will of God. Okay, I know many people that they say, oh my God, I remember COP 2011. I remember how God blessed me in 2017. That was an awesome season in my life. Well, what about this season in your life? See, if you're still ranting about your previous transformations, you need to have a fresh transformation. You need to have a fresh encounter. You can't just say, oh, I remember when I was a new believer, when I would go to all these services, when I would go to all the hops, when I was so on fire. Well, that means that you've lost hunger. That means that you have stopped being transformed. That means that you stop being changed. And if you stop being changed, you you begin to slip away from the will of God. You begin to slip away because his will is transforming us. I just told you, it's changing us, it's evolving us. It's turning you into something beyond what you could imagine of yourself. And you cannot accomplish it if you are not being transformed, if you are not being fed. If God, if if there's a before and an after, many times in your life, there has to be a before and an after. You have to be a completely different person, not just one time, not just two times, but 10 times, 20 times. You have to be changed. You have to be transformed. Okay. So the next one. Okay. I gave you, um, do not be conformed to this world, number one. Number two, renew your mind. Number number three, uh, we must be transformed. Number four, we must accept his will. I'm almost done. Um, We must accept his will. Whatever God's will is for me, I must accept it. Okay? Uh, Do not be like Jonah, who had a will from God, but he ran away from God. I feel like there's many of you right now that you are running away from the call of God over your life. Maybe there's a call for ministry. Then maybe there's a call to, you know, there's there's a will of God that he has for you. And, And many people, they're like Jonah, they're running away. God is calling them. God is telling them, I'm calling you to serve. It is your will to serve me. It is, your, it is my will for you to evangelize. It is my will for you to serve, for you to be committed, for you to be a leader one day, for you to be a mentor. And, and there's people that they're running away from the will of God. They're running away into their business. They're running away. They're not accepting the will of God. Whatever the will of God is for me, I will accept it. Okay? Okay. The next one, we must not just accept it, but we must obey the will of God, okay? What stops us from doing the will of God, okay? Uh, Pride, independence, rebellion, uh, lack of fear of God. All of these are things that will stop us from obeying God. As a matter of fact, there are people that they make so many excuses to not obey the will of God. They say, oh my God, but I need a break. I'm too tired. Uh, My season here is done. I'm not receiving any more in the church. I'm not receiving more in House of Peace. You know, it's not the same as it used to be. I'm not being transformed enough. See, if you're not being transformed enough, it means that it means that what happened was that you came based out of those that were there. You, You were coming, you know, they left or whatever people left. And that that showed how uncommitted you were. Because you, you were coming based on the people that were around you. And your eyes need to be fixed on God. Your eyes need to be fixed on Jesus. A lot of people, they make excuses. Oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for my family. I don't have time for anything. But write this down. Not obeying the will of God. It's going to bring poverty. It's going to bring sickness. It's going to bring death. I've met many people. That the minute that they start slipping away from the will of God, God has taken them to heaven. Either God has taken them, either they have died, maybe they got into accidents, maybe some things have happened. The will of God, you cannot play with the will of God. This is serious. You are called to do the will of God. There's people that because they are not living the life of purpose, they are not living a life of doing his will. What happens is that they slip away. They slip away, and then you fall away from God's protection. And then sickness can come, diseases can come, um, illnesses can come, death can come, poverty can come out of not doing the will of God. And, And the purpose while we're meeting here today is so that you don't make any excuses to not do God's will. You cannot afford to not do the will of God. You cannot afford to just be chilling at home. You know, you cannot afford to not do the will of God. God has called you to conquer. He has called you to be blessed. He has called you to prosper. Is the will of God sacrificial? Heck, yes, it is. You're going to have to pray hard. You're going to have to fast hard. You're going to look at the life of Jesus. Jesus didn't want to go to the cross. His flesh, look, look, read your Bible. <laughs> Jesus said, uh, you know, take this cup away from me, but let your will be done. He accepted the will of God. He accepted what God wanted to do with his life. But with the, he knew what the will of God was. He knew he had to die. His flesh didn't want to do it, but he knew he needed to do the will of God. It was sacrificial. It cost him his life. The the will of God, it cost all the disciples their lives. (laughs) Most of them died martyrs. See, the will of God, listen, it's going to cost you sweat. It's going to cost you tears. It's going to, see, if you thought it was easy, listen, it ain't going to be easy. Okay, I can't be, I'm not here to sugarcoat and tell you, yes, it's going to be rainbows and butterflies. It is going to be sacrificial. Okay, I'm not here to give you a nice story, just tell you that it's good to do the will of God. It is going to pay. It's going to be a price you have to pay. I paid a price to be where I'm at right now, uh, You know, evangelizing, winning souls, serving, going to impartations, Going to USM, studying the word of God, hours of studying, hours of taking notes, hours of writing. But I am where I am today because of the will of God. It's sacrificial, but there's blessings attached. There's prosperity attached. The prince of God is attached. The devil cannot come in my finances. The devil cannot come in my family because I know that I am in the will of God. My family is protected. My family is blessed. Can I hear an amen? Man, are you responding? Come on, come on. I feel I'm preaching good today. You need to respond. (laughs) The next one, we must pray for God's will to be done. Okay, this is the last one. We must pray for God's will to be done. I already told you, Jesus, he said, God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done um, on earth as it is in heaven. Have you been praying for something, even though you know it's not the will of God? (laughs) There's a lot of people that they're praying for something that is not the will of God. Okay? Are you praying to get that job that's going to take you away from serving God? Are you praying for that business that's going to take too much of your time? Are you praying for that girl, for that guy that doesn't serve God, that doesn't do the will of God, that's a heathen? (laughs) You know, are you praying for things? that are not aligned to the will of God. Okay. Um, a lot of times we're so hard to, we say, God, show me your will, but it's right before our eyes. It's right in the word of God. And the problem is that we're in denial. We don't want to obey the will of God. So if you can obey God with the little things, how can God trust you with bigger things? How can God trust you with the bigger riches, with the bigger purpose that he has for your life if you can't even simply obey the little things the little crumbs that he has called you to obey he has called you to obey he has called you to, obey, called you to do his will everything that i've done for god um, it has been with purpose in my mind okay um, i know that that i am leaving a legacy for my family a spiritual legacy for children Um, You know, it's it's a blessing when you're in the will of God. Abraham knew this principle. You know, the men of God in the Bible, they knew this principle that when you serve God, he protects your lineage, he protects your family. You know, we are doing things that our family has never done before. You know, we are prospering like our family has never prospered before because of the will of God. The will of God, it, it makes you do things that, that you never imagined that you could do. It makes you see yourself beyond what you could see yourself. I remember when I was 16, um, 17, and um, uh, I was about to graduate from high school. I was still a, a little kid. Um, and um, I had the opportunity to go uh, to, a, to a higher um, a, a university up north. And um, I, I remember that I really wanted to go there you know, and, and then I realized. I said, man, you know, after after speaking to my mentor um, and and praying about it, I realized God, His will was for me to be here. Um, you know, I could have graduated with a with a with a with a um, uh, 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 it was an IB diploma. It's called an IB diploma. It's higher than a than a regular um, high school diploma. Um, but I made made that decision because God wanted me to be here. God wanted me to stay here. This was where I was growing. This was where God was, and and even still right now, it's the will of God for me to be here because this is where God is nurturing me. This is where I'm growing. I'm different than what I used to be when I first knew God. Um, This is where I'm growing. This is where I'm reaching my full potential, my purpose, my calling. I wouldn't have met any of you Um, Some of you would have still been in the world um, if it wasn't for, for me doing the will of God. Maybe someone else would have, you know, God would have used someone else regardless. But we are here together because we said yes to do the will of God. We said yes. How beautiful it is that because of one person that does the will of God, we are here united right now. So imagine how much more your yes to God can be to other people that can be an influence, that can be an example. You saying yes to God, it can bring much more people into the will of God. It can change more people. It can transform more people. It can transform your business. It can transform your job. It can transform your finances. When you say yes to God, there's always protection. There's always prosperity. Can I hear an amen? Amen, 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 amen. come on, amen. Amen. I, I feel the presence of God as I'm speaking, and um, like I said, we cannot afford to not do the will of God. His will of God it brings protection, it brings security. Um, I cannot imagine my life if I wouldn't have met Jesus. I wouldn't have met my wife. I wouldn't have met any of you guys. I wouldn't have. I I don't know what my life would have been if it wasn't for me saying yes to the will of God. So I want you there where you are. Um, You guys can close your eyes. Okay? Close your eyes. And I want you guys to begin to pray. I feel the...